Sports Talk right now with Max Reinhardson. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Well, Lottie freaking God! Good morning, sports freaks. Welcome to Sports Talk Right Now. I'm Max Reinhardson. Today is Thursday, December 21st. Hope everyone's having a good time, good week. Um, finishing out on a, on a high note, I hope. Uh, because Monday, folks, it's, 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 it's going to be Christmas, no matter what. Christmas will come no matter what. As the, as the Grinch, Grinch says, uh, it came with a... Uh, Presents, boxes, or, or tags, or boxes, or bags. Um, so anyway, hope everyone's ready. Uh, gearing up for the holiday season. The holiday, rather. Um, you know, if you're seeing family, I hope you like that fa- members of that family. If you don't like them, then get them out of your life. So, all right. I want to do something a little interesting, a little special today. Um... Uh, so, uh, I, last week I watched the movie The Fan with, uh, with Robert De Niro, Wesley Snipes, great movie, one of the best I've ever seen, no doubt about it, 9 out of 10, um, and, but the, but it, but the plot line in the movie and certain things in the movie, I was, I was like, I, it got me thinking, you guys, I was like, call me crazy, but this character, the traits of this character are different, you know, the personalities sort of are different, but 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 tr- certain traits are very similar to other roles that Robert De Niro has played. Uh, for example, in The Fan, he plays an obsessive, you know, fan who, who, uh, who uh, kind of infiltrates Wesley Snipes' life. He's a professional baseball player, kidnaps Wesley Snipes' son at one point, and I was like, that sounds an awful lot like King of Comedy, where Robert De Niro... Uh, plays comedian who uh, and he and he or uh, and he kidnaps a a uh, another comedian uh, and he's an obsessive fan or whatever. So so with the very similar, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I started looking through Robert De Niro's filmography, and this guy has done a hundred hundred odd movies, you know, more probably. Um, so I'm not going to go through all of them, but I was looking through them and I was like, gosh darn it. There are a lot of just similar similarities in these roles that he's playing. And I was kind of, obs- I was talking about obsessive. Because I was like, and, and I was like, how this can't be the only ones that, I, like, are there other, you know, things that, that, that the, okay, these characters share? Uh, and the answer is yes, folks. Uh, there are quite a lot of things that, uh, quite a few of these characters have in common. So, I've been working on this all week, and so it's time for what I am calling, this is sort of my, my a little bit of a thesis of mine, perhaps, uh, uh, and it's, it's I'm calling it the De Niro Theorem. And I'm just going to kind of get into it. I have a few, I have multiple pages of, of, of notes here, so I'm going to see if I can kind of make my way, wade through kind of, my 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 thoughts and feelings about this this idea. So, the the se- the main idea of the of this theory is that over the past forty or so years, Robert De Niro has been playing 
versions of the same guy, same character, uh, adopting, you know, obviously uh, adopting different names and odd jobs along the way uh, as as a, a, an obsessive creep who who can't uh, escape uh, the mafia, gambling, and prison, among other things. Uh, so basically what that means is I've, I've, I have a list of like 18, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, maybe 20, 20 different movies. Let's call it 20, 19 or 20. Who cares, Max? Just get into the thing you're talking about. Um, and all of these characters in these movies share at least one of the following commonalities with another character in another film. Those commonalities are the mafia being a driver of some sort, a vehicle driver of some kind, a, being a war veteran, gambling, being a hitman, stand-up comedy, jail time, and falling into an, a, to, to a coma. Okay, so I'll say it again. Mafia, driver, war vet, gambling, hitman, stand-up comedy, jail time, and comatose. Those... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Those eight things appear in multiple films. And so th so my, my the, the idea is I'm going to go through these characters and I'll tell you, uh, I I'll prove to you that it is, it is actually the same guy just with a different name. Uh, so I kind of wrote it out kind of like a log line or, you know, kind of a synopsis if, if, if all of these uh characters were in one movie uh it would be something like a a, del <clears throat> a delusional gambling war veteran with close ties to the mafia spends his life in and out of prison and multiple comas as he pursues his true passion of stand-up comedy that is sort of the the uh the byline for the for the for this okay so without further ado i take you now through a on a journey through the films of Robert De Niro in hopes to prove that he has been playing, actually been playing the same character in and out of the last 40 years. So we start, lights up, uh, cut two, lights up, cut two, lights up, a uh, little movie called Mean Streets. It's in 1974, and Robert De Niro plays a guy named John Civello, who is a small-time gambler uh and with with ties to uh various crime groups uh the movie's about you know his kind of experience with that i'm not gonna i'm gonna try to not to spoil too much too much more than what i'm already gonna spoil which is the ending to pretty much all of these movies uh but i'm i'm, I'm not gonna, i'm not gonna give away like made you know I'm trying not to give away major plot points. Um, so, John Civello, small-time gambler in, in New York City. This is a Martin Scorsese collaboration. Uh, I believe I believe it's the the first one. Um, it's uh, it takes place in Little Italy, <clears throat> Little Italy, Little Italy, uh, and it's about a pe petty criminal and gambler named uh, Johnny Civello. At the end of the movie, his fate is unknown. Okay, so after Mean Streets, 1974, we got a small-time gambler, and he decides to uh, start—he uh, uh, takes a job as a taxi driver 
1976. He adopts the new name Travis Bickle uh, in order to separate himself from the ties to the crime uh, and gambling that he he had during his 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 earlier years. He adopts the name uh, Travis Bickle and spends the next several years as a uh, lonely, depressed, uh, uh, mentally unstable taxi driver. Uh, so that's the, our first cab, our first driver reference there. Uh, at the end of Taxi Driver, after, after, you know, obviously a journey through, again, New York City, this guy's home, in and out, prostitution, you know, we know the whole thing. At the end of the movie, Travis Bickle goes into a coma, and then he recovers at the end, in 1976, then, and then, in the same night, and just right after the events of Taxi Driver, he goes into a coma, recovers, and he adopts a new name by the name of Mike Vronsky, and simul- and, and, and gets drafted into the Vietnam War uh, in a little film called The Deer Hunter. So he goes to Vietnam, where he fights in the war. He survives the war. He survives the aftermath. He, but he loses his best friend. But he survives. Then, a few years later, he changes his name again to Jake LaMotta. And now we're at a, in a little film called Raging Bull. So he, you know, maybe, maybe uh, as a result of some PSD from Vietnam, he goes into middleweight boxing where he becomes a boxer. And we all know what happens in Raging Bull. If you don't, go watch it. But at the end of the movie, he goes to jail. Jake LaMotta. Uh, this is, I believe, the first time our, our hero goes to jail. He gets released from jail. And at the end of Raging Bull, he does, Jake LaMotta does stand up comedy. This is all true. I feel like I'm screaming, but maybe I'll fix it and edit. Next, three years later, he likes stand-up comedy so much, this just middleweight boxer, that he abandons boxing and pursues stand-up comedy and becomes obsessed with the stuff and delusionally obsessed with a uh, he changes his name again to Rupert Pupkin, and the, that's his stage name, Rupert Pupkin, stand-up comedian, and he becomes obsessed with Jerry Lewis. I don't remember Jerry Lewis's name. Leonard, maybe? No, don't remember. And during the King of Comedy, he kidnaps Jerry Lewis because he is obsessed with him. So he obs- he get, becomes obsessed, and, and he, it's his role model, his idol. He kidnaps Jerry Lewis, and then he goes to jail again. And then he gets out of jail again and goes on to host his own comedy show. Okay? That is 83. He does this for several years. And then in 1990, he, uh, he falls back. At his past ca- chases catches up with him. And he is once again wrapped b- back into the life of crime. This time with the Italian mafia. He adopts the name Jimmy Conway who takes up, uh, he, he's, he's, a, he's a gangster, and he is a truck hijacker. So his experience from driving cabs and uh, just cabs right now uh, puts him into the truck hijacking business, as well as being a gangster. We are in the film Goodfellas at the moment. The end of the movie Goodfellas, he is convicted and goes to prison. 
in prison between the events of Goodfellas and the events of the next film, Awakenings, he falls into another coma. And then this time, he he adopts the name Leonard Lowe uh, and falls back into a coma, perhaps in prison from the, from the events of Goodfellas. Then he becomes a catatonic... Uh, patient who goes in and out of a coma. He's studied by Robin Williams. Awakenings, a movie I have not seen, but I did spoil for myself for the purposes of this exercise. At the end of the film, he goes back into another coma. Then, in 1991, he wakes up of that coma and believes he is a serial rapist murderer named Max Cad Caddy in a movie called Cape Fear. He awaken he awakens to it believes his, that his brain is hard rewardwired to believe that he is this monster in Cape Fear. Another Scorsese movie. This guy we I don't want to get into the specific events of Cape Fear because they are pretty brutal folks. I didn't write the movie or direct it. Uh, at the end of Cape Fear, this our hero, uh, or not hero, our antagonist rather in this in this uh, for, uh, this chapter of his life drowns at the end of Cape Fear. He drowns allegedly. We do not have solid proof that he dies after drowning, but he does get. He drowns in Cape Fear, but in this scenario, in this reality, it's alleged, and he survives. The, in, the, the incidents from Cape Fear snap him back to reality. And, oh, I got to take a breath. Ooh. Snap him back to reality where he is a, uh, a truck driver, a bus driver. And he, he finds out that his, his name, he's, uh, he makes, he's, he's, he, he thinks his name is Lorenzo and he, lives uh he he drives a bus in the bronx for a bronx tale in 1993 at this time he realize he realizes he has a son and he lives alongside his son caligaro in the bronx as a bus driver during this time he becomes obsessed with the san francisco giants in uh as uh and he moves to the uh, West Coast and takes a different name by the name of Gil Renard in the movie The Fan. He is a knife salesman and he becomes obsessed with Wesley Snipes, a professional baseball player. His obsessive behaviors come back to haunt him and he, he drives Wesley Snipes and his family to the brink of complete insanity. At the end of this movie, The Fan, he is shot several times on a, on a baseball field. However, he, is, he recovers from the shooting. And at this, he, and then during this time, oh God, I'm exhausted already. During this time, he once again gets wrapped back up in his ties to the mafia. He gets recruited and 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 
promoted to a ma- mafia boss and takes on the name the the alias Paul Vitti, but is having a incredible bout of PTSD and anxiety disorder because of the trauma that he has been through and the multiple comas and jail time that he has spent. So he seeks out a therapist by the name of Billy Crystal in the movie Analyze This in 1999. At the end of Analyze This, Paul Vitti goes to jail for an extended period of time. He then is released from jail again and reunites with a former love of his, marries her and her daughter, and to to cut ties from the mafia, he changes his name again to Jack Burns, and we find ourselves in a little film called Meet the Parents in the year to the year 2000. Jack Burns, an ex-CIA and Vietnam veteran, might just be a war veteran in the movie, but it, I think it's Vietnam, and for this purposes, it's Vietnam. A Vietnam vet who lives with his now current wife and her daughter and meets her his daughter's uh, boyfriend, Greg Fokker, and proceeds to torment Mr. Fokker and even uh, uh, imply that he could be milked because he has nipples. Next... Next, in 2012, he has divorced his uh, uh, wife, uh, but he's still... No, he's, maybe he's with his wife. He's with his wife. He's with his wife. And he reunites with his son, who now is Bradley Cooper, who is a bipolar uh, guy who is in a lot of mental tr- uh, tr- anguish, and he reunites with his father in a little movie called Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, he's, his name is now Patrizio Solitano Sr., which could have been any one of these, mo- uh, these names. He is an illegal bookmaker and gambler, and he dreams of opening a restaurant while he and his son Bradley Cooper, who could very well be Mr. Greg Fokker, uh throughout the film okay next 2015 he is getting very old he has changed his name again to ben whitaker still living in new york and he becomes an intern at a brooklyn e-commerce company in the movie the intern he wants to who to leave it all behind he he can't go back to jail he can't Go back to Vietnam, certainly. I mean, folks, you can't go back to Vietnam. That's it's impossible, unless there's Vietnam too, which there could be. But he wants to, he wants to change his life, so he goes and becomes an intern and lives, according to that film, happily ever after. And the next year, he's getting older, and he's also getting a little bit, little bit, uh, randy, a little bit horny in his old age. So he, uh, he, re- he, he. He forms a bond. It, 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 it forms a bond with his grandson Zach Efron in a little movie called Dirty Grandpa. Zach Efron, likely the son of the character uh, Bradley Cooper or Greg Fokker, uh, who are all 
from A Bronx Tale, his son in A Bronx Tale. Now that guy has a son who is Zac Efron. The, uh, Robert De Niro's name is now Dick Kelly, and he is a v- war veteran in a movie called Dirty Grandpa in 2016. Whew. Then, at the end of that movie, which another one I have not seen, apparently he marries Aubrey Plaza and has a child with her. Which, I don't know, folks. So, Robert De Niro has been through it all. He is, he is, he is living out his years. He's had multiple sexual partners. He has at least one son and at least one grandson. He also is deeply, deeply connected still to the crime mafia world and wouldn't you know in the future i mean in the in the later on in his life he gets roped back once again into his crime family and uh adopts the name frank sheeran in a film called the irishman uh frank sheeran is a hitman and a vet war veteran that uh undergoes uh, or or uh, under mm, Completes several uh, uh, hits. I believe he also is a truck driver in this film. Uh, And at the end of the movie, he goes back to prison and then gets released. So this guy's been to prison. One, two, three, four, five, six, and gets out. I I, I mean, every time. Uh, And he finally gets released. This time... He, he, he says to himself, enough is enough. I am severing all connections to the mafia. I will not commit a single crime as long as I live, which won't be for much longer. Spoiler alert. And I'm going to fulfill my lifelong dream of being a stand-up comedy talk show host, a variety show host. He does that. And he adopts the stage name Murray Franklin and has his very own talk show, I believe called The Murray Franklin Show. It is his absolute dream, and he's living it, and he's living his best life just as he was meant to. No more mafia, no more crime, no more comas, no more jail time, no more truck driving. But then, folks, at the very end of this character's life, he has on as a guest a freaking psycho clown freak. And he spoiler alert, maybe the worst one yet, he gets his head blown right off by the freaking Joker in Joker. Thus ends our chronological now, uh, 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 foray into the roles of Mar- Robert De Niro, I rest my case that for the majority of his career, if not the entire career, Robert De Niro has played the same guy in different realities and scenarios since the 1970s. Now, let me be clear. I am not saying that these characters are all the same in how they are portrayed and how they are acted and the range that is portrayed through them. Robert De Niro is one of my favorite actors and one of the best actors of all time, maybe the best actor of all time. 
Maybe it's Jack Nicholson, but it might be Robert De Niro. Maybe it's Denzel Washington, but maybe it could be Robert De Niro. So I am in no way uh, implying that he plays the same exact thing and does the same thing every time. These characters are vastly, vastly different. But my, my point remains that at the core of all of these various complicated characters, there exists a single character that is transported through time and space to live out all of these life experiences. And I think I have proven that today. My challenge to you, my, lo- my fans, my loser, my, what, my, my, my challenge to you, losers, is come at me, 646-844-2927. Tell me I'm wrong. And I'll, and I'll tell you this. I, 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 I maintain that if you call me and, tell, and give me a Robert De Niro movie I have not mentioned, which there are plenty, mention the movie to me, and I will... I will prove, I will work in, I will, I will six degrees of semper, separation that character into this list with these traits, uh, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll claim that I'll do it every single time, 100% of the time. I just couldn't go through every single role because that would have just taken too long. And, and I, and I uh, these are, this is the core sort of idea that I was presenting. So, name a De Niro movie, and I will, and I will, work it in to this uh to this sort of rubric this sort of template uh that i have pretty pretty uh geniusly created uh so i'm sorry if you thought you were getting sports stuff this week uh i mean this today jesus uh not the case uh but i hope you enjoyed the de niro theorem uh let me know what you think please uh i'll be back tomorrow i'll be doing something tomorrow uh, to round out our week uh before christmas the week before christmas and all through the house uh like i said uh but yeah i'll be back tomorrow so uh stay safe stay well be be well be cool be be funny be handsome and be beautiful and don't forget to, to play sports mm-hmm.